Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we got a little, little mini mailbag episode of the podcast. We just kind of threw this up at about what, four o'clock today. So we didn't get a, you know, a bunch of questions, but we got some good ones for sure. We'll be doing a lot more of these mailbag episodes all throughout the season. I think once we get into the season, it's going to be a once a week episode because I think the best way for us to help people is to actually answer the questions for the listeners. And there's some good topics that can come up that we might not be thinking of or might not be a situation for us. So we'll do these kind of all the time. We'll have a couple more through the summer. You know, every once in a while, every couple of weeks, we might throw another one of these together, get your questions answered. And usually you can just go, most of the time we'll post it on Instagram, so follow us there at Fantasy Football Profit. But if you send us a message on Twitter, which we're the FF Profit, we'll answer, we'll, you know, we'll find it there. Email us, fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. We'll find it there as well. Any of those places work. We'll get your questions. We'll definitely try to answer them on the show. We pretty much, I mean... Almost every question we've ever gotten from an email or the mailbag post we do has been answered on the show. So we're going to keep doing that for everybody. So let's get right into the questions, Jeff. I think we got about eight of them today. So here we go. First one coming from Blue Label. It says, in a dynasty league, this is an interesting question, actually. In a dynasty league, would it be a bad idea to drop Le'Veon Bell at this point in his career to go for Saquon Barkley as my running back keeper? First off, we don't know the, all the parameters behind this, but... If it means that he can only have one of them, essentially, is what it sounds like. If you, you can't have both, it's yeah. Okay, I'll be. I'll just start it off. I think yes. If you could actually get Barkley, that's the problem. It's it's a little bit risky if you don't. If it's not a guarantee, you can get Barkley. But if you let's say drop Bell and you're almost guaranteed Barkley, yes, I'd do it. I'm I'm doing it at this point, just because I think Barkley running backs age quickly, and Bell's not that old at all. But something about him makes me feel like he's going to decline quicker, maybe. He's had so much work. That's the problem. Barkley, I think, has plenty of years. Bell's going to have a few more years, but I think Barkley's going to be... I personally think Barkley's going to be almost just as good. You might not agree with me. I'm, I'm a little... Well, I'm, I'm I mean, that, that's eventually very, very difficult to say. Yeah, he is. Obviously, he's the I, better long-term play. But I'm on it right now. I think he's going to be yeah, almost if, just as good now. If, which I, is, if you were just picking for Dynasty, if you were just picking this guy or that guy, still I would. I think Bell. Saquon Barkley is over mm-hmm. Bell because of his youth, obviously. And I, I do... I don't have a lot of questions whether or not he would be productive if he stays healthy in the league. If, is he going to be as good as Bell? I mean, we don't know that yet. It, it's a different team, different situation. I do have to say this, though, it, and I think, I mean, you already touched upon it, but if you're not guaranteed that, you know, I mean, if you have a couple guys picking before you, you know, he's going to be the number one guy that most people are yeah. going after. I, I would have to be guaranteed because if you get rid of Bell and you don't get him, yeah, you that have, is a terrible, yeah. terrible hit. If it's, a, if, it's just, if it's a toss-up, don't do it. If it's a toss-up, don't do it. If it's a sure thing. I mean, Barkley is pretty much exactly five years younger than Le'Veon Bell. Do it. Yes. I think. And I, the only other situation where I would consider not doing that, um, this is assuming you absolutely can get it, is if you have a dynasty team that is built to win like this year. Yeah. Where I think Bell will outscore Saquon Barkley. I would keep Bell if you're built to play or to win this year and you need this year. I would just 
all my eggs in one basket, I would do it. All right, next question comes from Josiah Navarro. Says, how would you draft in an eight-man league? He says, I draft running back, running back, wide receiver, quarterback for my first four picks. Do I need to change, Jeff? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I'd say so, too. The reason is, especially, first off, even in 10 and 12-man leagues, I'm not going to draft a quarterback in the fourth. Eight-man league, man, quarterbacks are going to be plentiful. Just yeah. wait. Wait. Yeah. Eighth round. Exactly. Ninth round, tenth round. Just wait. I would still, yeah, running back, running back. You can, especially in eight-man league, you can really get some two great running backs there and then still get a pretty good solid wide receiver at your third round Dude. pick, which you don't even necessarily, it's not a guarantee you even have to. I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It, depending on who's on the board, it, it might turn out to be just three running backs yeah. and then see what's up. Because in an eight-man league, there are so many wide receivers out yeah, there. So there many is. guys are going to be farther down. I mean, even farther down, you can easily get a Juju Smith-Schuster, mm-hmm. Marvin Jones, and whoever. But, you know, those two guys alone were in the top 15, I think, of last year. Yep. I mean, and you can get them near the end of that draft. Not to mention all the rookie running backs and, and different people. There's so many people you can pick from, but I, I would definitely go running back, running back, then just go best available player, whether that's a running back or wide receiver. All right, next question comes from the One Track Mind. He asks, who is the number one tight end this upcoming season? So if you check out last week, we actually did our top, I think we did top 15 tight ends last week. I went with Gronk, number one. Jeff, you went with Kelsey. That's kind of, and I have Kelsey too. Jeff, you have have Gronk Gronk too. too. So we're right there. It's Gronk and Kelsey for us. Yeah, check out last week's episode. Just if you're listening to this and you know how to subscribe to us, you can find us. Go, you know, go back a couple episodes. We got all our rankings episodes out. You can go check them all out and definitely go check out the tight end one then. We'll give you our reasons on that one, why we went Gronk and why Jeff went Kelsey. So next up, we got Ultimate 12th E. Brown. He asks, is it worth drafting both Josh Doxson and Cole Beasley this season? Well, he has two questions. We'll start with that one. Is it worth drafting Doxson and Beasley? I mean, okay, when I first saw this question, I was actually like, I mean, Doxson, sure, late round flyer. Really, is there any reason to draft Beasley? But then, yeah, in a way, way, he's completely forgotten. And Dez is gone. I mean, Terrence Williams, we don't know with his now, his uh, possible, you know, legal issues. Maybe Beasley is some kind of interesting in a weird, in a way. But this has to be a deeper league. Other than that, I'm not really terribly interested in Cole Beasley. Doxson, somebody has to catch the ball there in Washington. And Jameson Crowder's fine. Paul Richards is fine. Doxson still, I think, has a lot of potential. So, I don't know. I'm not going to get both of them on my team. And I'm probably, I don't see Cole Beasley. It just has to be a deep league. It has to be a PPR, probably. And it has to be a deep league. I just, I don't see Cole Beasley this year. I just I I like Cole Beasley once upon a time. Just, yeah, I, I th- maybe maybe he's a waiver pickup at, at some point. I just think there's other guys that have higher higher yeah. ceilings you can get later on. Yeah, I mean maybe there's something there. Just with the, we might be overlooking the fact, but he doesn't have a lot of upside. He just has maybe flex yeah. appeal. Right, and his it. upside and, is the fact that his the wide receiving core is so weak right now in yeah, Dallas, and that's um, it. And it's just he's he's an okay player. He's a fine player. He's just never going to be great. So the second part of this question, second question is, is it risky or risk-reward to have Derrick Henry as running back too? It's risky, I'd say. But I do think there's, there's some also reward. reward. <laughs> there's some reward there. There could be. And again, depends. PPR is not quite – it's a little more risky. It's not as valuable because Deion Lewis is going to take some away. But we really don't know how that's going to play out and how they're going to use those two. We don't. So there is definitely risk because 
it could be a 50-50 split with Deion Lewis getting a bunch. Or we could all be just completely overlooking Henry a little bit with Deion Lewis, and it could really be Henry getting 60, 65% of the carries. And if that's the case, and it's all the goal line work, yeah, he could be, where for where he's going in drafts right now, he might be a good value. Yeah. He's kind of forgotten about. Not forgotten about, but just yeah, no one's excited right now. Yeah, I think you know, as a running back two, that's probably the situation you're looking at. I, I think he could easily be a running back two if it works out in his favor. So I think that's the perfect term. It's risk reward there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he he's a very good talent, and I think they're going to use him a lot. He's going to be the goal line back. I could easily see if that offense gets back on track, he could be trying to get you know double digit touchdowns possibly by the end of the year. So that would obviously push him up there and into the, you know, that range. Jack Wheeler, 77, asks, how are we feeling about Joe Mixon this year? Will he do better or worse than Dalvin Cook? Well, first off, I will say we do. We both have ranked Cook ahead of Mixon, so we expect Cook to do better than Mixon. But I like Joe Mixon. Yeah, we're both pretty high on both. And yeah. I'm, I'm very, we're very high on, or at least I'm very high on Delvin Cook, and I know Craig is yeah. too. But Mixon and we've talked about it, but he has a lot of qualities that you will like. Obviously, Hill is now gone. I mean, I, I think this is his job to lose now. I think he will make a a jump up. I think he's going to be very nice to have on your team. But I like Delvin Cook um, quite a bit better. Yeah, I do too. Because Delvin Cook showed in the short time he was out there how good he was. Mixon did not really show that to us, even though... There was flashes. We talked about we've talked about him so many times about what we think he could be. Yeah. It's just I think where he's currently like the consensus number sixteen, it's kind of close to where he should be. You don't want to it's still even there, he's a bit of a risk to get as a running back too. He really is, even though my, I like him. So I just I think there's something there. Well, it could be wrong. So I, yeah, I could definitely be wrong. I don't know. He's worrying <laughs> me a bit. I just guys it's as a two, I think you're okay though. I love him as a three. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, always how it goes. <laughs> All right, Fantasy Gridiron. He asked, for the upcoming fantasy season, what are your favorite draft strategies to use? One of the reasons he's probably asking this. I was in a mock draft with him, actually, just the other night. I joined one of his mock drafts, and I decided to use the zero running back strategy because Alex of Fantasy Gridiron, he's been uh, posting a bunch of draft guides lately with different you know strategies, and one of them was the zero running back. So I'm like, hey, I'm going to go in the draft. I'm going to just let's try out a strategy here. So I'll tell you right now, that is not my favorite strategy. <laughs> I did, I went, I did, I, it's interesting though. I'll tell you about that. I went zero running back. So my first three picks, I went Odell Beckham, Julio Jones, uh, Tyreek Hill. So I had three pretty good wide receivers. I think when you get Tyreek Hill as a third, you're looking pretty good. But then turn around, I went one round probably too long to wait to get the running back, but I just wanted to really, really just wait it out. And really, I probably only missed on maybe like Mark Ingram or something. And then, but that could be the way to go. Go two rounds, get Mark Ingram because of the suspension, and you're looking good. But so in the fourth, I finally had to go rookie running backs like Sony Michelle. I believe I got Rashad Penny, you know, Carry on Johnson, Nick Chubb. So if you go zero running back, you kind of have to hit on a rookie. That's what that's the only way it works. So I don't think that's the way to go though. Too much risk. It's it's running back heavy early. Yeah, I was gonna say that's exactly <laughs> the opposite of how I like to do it. Yeah, yeah. Running, just, running back. Heavy early is the way to go. I would say first two rounds, running back, running back, 
the safest way you can go. You can make up wide receiver. It's yep. very difficult after round four to make up for running back. And like you said, even though you could get the rookie running backs, it, and if you uh, check work. out, we'll have uh, a mock draft coming up here yep. soon, and hopefully this will probably work out if it continues the trend. You can get rookie running backs right now in these mock drafts relatively late, and I think all of those guys are going to start rising to the top, though, and you won't be able to grab them in the ninth, 10th round anymore. Well, this is this feeds right into the next question, which was from Doyle Rules. He said, would you go wide receiver with your first picks since there's a little more depth at running back this year? And I still wouldn't. Mm-mm. Yes, there is more depth, but it still drops off. And yes, you, okay, the, you can still get, if you go wide receiver first, you can still get a very good number one running back for, for the most part. I mean, he's not going to be you can get a good one in the second round, especially. You could get you could get a Fournette could fall to the second sometimes. A Hunt could fall to the second sometimes. There's different guys that could fall, and you'd be perfectly like Dalvin Cook, Melvin Gordon. They all could fall. The problem is then at your two. That's where the problem ends up being, where you get a more of a eh, risky number two back, and you're looking at your number two sometimes with maybe Kenyon Drake, Alex Collins, Derrick Henry. That ends up being your number two, which I would I don't feel as comfortable. I want to get one of those guys in the top, then then I want my Number two to be Devontae Freeman, Jordan Howard, Mojo McCoy. I want those to be my number two. I don't want it to be Alex Collins, Kenyon Drake. No. And, and so that's that's why it's it's more there's depth, but it's still I don't I want those two Bell Cow guys. And even with that, I would not feel I mean, guaranteed if you if you're in the top four picks, absolutely not take you will not take a wide receiver. You shouldn't. You should take one of the top four running backs. After that, even, you know, if I'm trying to play with the idea of whether, you know, whether I would like an Alvin Kamara or, say, an Antonio Brown, I would still go Kamara. Um, so if you're at the end, it, it can work out well for you still. But if you're in the beginning of it, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even consider it. If you're in that first half of the, of the draft, I, I think it's way too dangerous. All right, one final question we got from Trevor. He asks, what's your favorite running back combination to draft round one and two? Well, and there's a bunch of it could be. I'll actually bring one up. We actually, we do have, like Jess said, we have a mock draft coming out. We actually are, we've recorded that already. That'll be coming out later on. But I'll just say, I'll give a little sneak preview. My running back combination in that draft, which I highly doubt I could pull off again, was Alvin Kamara, Saquon Barkley. That is my favorite running back combination. I love that one. Kamara and Barkley, that's wonderful. Yeah, and I, once I, again, I, I agree. I don't think... They could probably pull that off. No, I, I think Kamara dropped a few spots well, and Saquon is not quite I think a high. legitimate, realistic one you could get is like a Leonard Fournette, Melvin Gordon, if you're at the back end of a round. Yeah, that's very nice. Like if, in a 10-team league, if you're in a 10-team and you're towards you're at the back, you could pull off a Fournette-Gordon, a Fournette-Hunt, a Hunt-Gordon, a Cook. One of those... Any, any combination of those guys, like... Hunt, Fournette, Gordon, Cook-ish, those kind of players. If you get two of those, it, okay, If I'll throw Barkley in there. If Barkley somehow, was, if you get two of those kind of five players, I like that. I'm very happy with that. And I think that's kind of what you're going to end up. Yeah, you, if you're one of the topics, you're getting one of those top four guys, but then you're at the back end of the one, the second round, you're not going to, maybe you get lucky and somebody falls to you. Like you might get like a Freeman. That would be a nice combination. One of the top four and Freeman. Freeman, that would be that really would nice. That would be probably my favorite. Could work out actually for you. That'd be a pretty nice little. Yeah, that'd grouping. be. I mean, that would be very, very nice. But yeah. it's really, it's going to be. I'm okay with any combination of those guys towards the back end of round one and early round two. But my, yeah, the Kamara Barkley, I won't pull that off again. But I, I, that's. I mean, you, maybe, you might. You maybe could, in some drafts you will. And I love that combination. Yeah, I do too. I mean, you would have to. Uh, 
Yeah, a lot of luck would have to come into play on that one. But you ever know, it, it depends on, you know, who you're drafting with as well. Some people are going to be a little lower on someone like Kamara. Yep. Or maybe, I don't think anyone's going to be that low on Saquon just because he's... No, he's going to be up there. Yeah, but it, it could be. But any of those guys, very, very... I mean, that'd be amazing. All right, well, let's get to it. Those are our eight questions for today. Keep getting your questions in. We'll keep answering them on the show. If you haven't seen before or heard before... If you want to get in our listener leagues this year and a chance to win the championship belt from Pro-Am Belts, there's a beautiful fantasy football profit logo on it, too. It looks wonderful. Go to our Instagram. Check it out. And if you want to get in, just review the podcast on iTunes. Give us a five-star. You know, send a screenshot of the review. You're, you'll be entered in the league. If you have already reviewed the podcast in the past, just, again, let me know what name you used, when you did whatever. We'll get you in. You'll be in the league. Yeah, and you're yeah, if you if you feel like a, a nice guy, go yeah. ahead and subscribe, subscribe to, to us YouTube. on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, just do that. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Just to hey, we got a beautiful championship belt. You might be able to win here. So yeah. yeah, go subscribe to us on YouTube if you've already reviewed the podcast. But if you've reviewed it, just let us know you, you want in the league. We'll get you in the league. We'll have a bunch of them going. We're gonna have some bunch of leagues. We're gonna be and we're gonna be in every single one. One yeah. of us. Yeah, you'll get a chance to to be, beat us if you if you really want to. And again, last year. Didn't quite happen. No one beat us. No. <laughs> Luckily, I don't, know, I don't know how that worked. Finished, out. finished first and second. Yeah, we had five leagues last year. One, I think we won two of them, and finished first and second in both of those champion. And the, the overall, which is how we're going to do it, we'll have let's say we have ten leagues. There'll be ten league champions. They go on to week sixteen, and they face off against each other. Yeah, there's going to be like four teams with Le'Veon Bell. It's how it's going. It's going to be fun. And the overall winner of that week is the one who will get the belt and get to keep it for all time. I want to be really sad to let that go. I, I just want to see it in real life. Uh, um, Someday, Jeff. I'll yeah, you're just it. holding it. This is yeah. like the trophy when you just refuse to send it on to the next winner. You're yeah. just like, I'm going to just see your yeah. Twitter feed and it's going to be just you wearing the belt walking around your house. I, I might have done that already. <laughs> I might have tried it on. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It, it, look, it, it looks if you really, guys want really your own belt, which I mean, that's I think that's a great thing for your winner of your leagues. Just go to Pro Am Belts. There is a promo code you can actually use. It's 100 FF. You get 10 percent off, which is a pretty good deal actually. Because you know, there's some there's all kinds of price ranges for these belts too. So go check it out. I think that's that'd be a really cool thing to be able to hold for a year if you won the championship and not want to get let it go. It is, and if we have any guys that are like uh, wrestling fans yeah. and fantasy football fans, this oh, yeah. is right up your alley. Very, very cool. Very, very cool company. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to them for getting providing us that belt. It's definitely going to enhance the listener leagues a little bit this it, year. It, it ups, ups the ante. Yeah. <laughs> so get in. Get your reviews in. Let us know. We'll get you in the leagues. And we'll talk to you guys next time. <laughs>